Welcome everybody to the Frito and Woody Show. My name is Frito, and of course we got Willie Mac live and direct. What's going on? Chilling, chilling, dog. You know, right now we always try to be all hype and stuff like that, but this show's got a little bit of a somber tone. Uh, word out on the street today is that DMX, one of the greatest rap superstars of all time, has yes. suffered an OD on has OD'd on drugs, and uh, it is reported that he is has some partial brain damage as well. You know, and so this episode really is going to uh, just talk in about the man that we love from a hip hop perspective, man. Uh, Willie, what did DMX? What or when you think DMX, what do you first think about in your mind? Aggression. Mm. <laughs> Aggression. Um, you know, um, you know, I, I know we talked about DMX a little bit. We talked about the Rough Riders Chronicles um, um, back in 2020. But the thing about DMX is that I've never heard DMX seem like he's skimping on the mic. You know, you feel like when DMX gets in that booth, he's coming in with a purpose. Yeah. And his purpose is to, you know what I'm saying, you know, wreck shop. You know what I'm saying? That was when he was in his 20s and even now uh, uh, in his late 40s, approaching his 50s, I believe. So just that level of aggression every time you hear DMX, like, like you know, DMX is that catch you, you put on, you know, when you're hitting the gym. DMX is that cat you put on when you want to go, you got that crazy proposal and you like, you know, I need someone to get me hype. You know what I'm saying? If you, you know what I'm saying? For, for my athletes in the room, you know what I'm saying? I, I'm sure DMX was a part of many a pregame soundtrack. You know what I'm saying? And that was the great, that is, you know, the great thing of DMX. We're trying to speak into existence that he'll, that he'll pull out of this. Um, but uh, yeah, man, just that level of aggression, but, I think that level of aggression and not being able to stop. Um, I think I think I'm start. We're starting to realize now that's that's a representation of how he lived his whole life. Yeah. And I think that's um, the tragic side of it of this all, you know. So yeah. But what about you, man? Yeah, man. When I first think about him, I just think about somebody getting punched in the face out of nowhere and not expecting it. <laughs> Wait a minute, is he doing the punch it or he taking the punch? <laughs> That's how his persona came through. Because, you know, one of the first songs I can remember vividly is Stop, Drop, Shutting Up, and Open Up Shop. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and that song just took us by storm. And, it, and, you know, you just saw this personality just like, capture your mind capture your eyes capture your soul you like what is this raw energy that i'm getting right now mm -hmm. from this guy you know and i think that just matches up to what you said he was always giving you his best and his all and what he had yeah you know yeah it was just so much pain um and so much I mean, just so much aggression, so much pain just coming through in almost every song. And and um and that that's what that's the thing about X is that you just 
you really felt like he like he was not playing around. Like you know, he meant everything he said. I mean, and I mean, you, you, there's so many stories about X. He's he he says them without you know um, thinking too much about it. But it's almost like if you grab Mike Tyson, you would have given him a microphone. Wow, you know what I'm saying? Like like that ding 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 is when they probably were just like we recording. Yeah. The beat drops. Mm-hmm. And it just was no stop with the man. Yeah. No stop. And like, and like I said before, like I was I can't say I was a fan at first. Mm-hmm. It was it was a different level of aggression that I was used to. It was very, very raw, uh shirt off tattoos, but not in the Tupac way. Yeah. So, you know, when you first see, you know, dark skin, bald head, you know, do, you know, especially in 1996, you think, oh, Tupac, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But then when you hear him talk, you're like, oh, 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 that's, no, that's not Tupac, you know what I'm saying? And, and, and the way he attacked the beats, you know, because my Get At Me Dog is still my favorite DMX song, and just that and then the video, you know, was in the tunnel. It was black and white. You know, when it starts off, they got to do like knocking his Timberland boots together. And, you know, and it looks like what is going on? Is this a club? Are they in a basement? Concentration camp? What's going on in here? <laughs> and it was like, oh no, this is Dark Man X. I get it. I get it. This is, this is, this is, this is the move. We're, this is the transition in hip hop. Like, shiny suits died that day. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like it, it went from shiny, shiny leather suits to Tim's and dungarees the next day. Like, it that's X and and you know, but he was also versatile at the same time. Which is, because you would think that he, he would have been so in that box that he wouldn't have been able to do much more with that. But no, it's actually like he definitely had his lane, but he did so much with that lane. Whether it's his, his you know, n- numerous albums and classic records, but you know the acting, you know what I'm saying. And of course, he he pretty much played DMX in the movies because. No, we can have a whole pot about Belly, but I mean, Cass really went to go see Belly, and and you know, he was he might have been the best part about Belly. Yeah, I, you know what I'm saying? Like I, Tommy Buns was definitely, you know, so <laughs> he was a wild dude. You know what I'm saying? Like like, like oh, that's I think this DMA's playing him still. We we definitely gotta do a belly podcast. Like you know, now that you brought and, that up, we gotta do one for sure. Yeah, and it's just it everything about it, like the stories about him and his him and his dogs, just oh, you know. But then the other side is like I said, just he kept getting in trouble, like trouble, trouble. But yeah. trouble you it ain't funny, but you laugh like you know he's impersonating an FBI agent and. You know what I mean? Still in Yo, did you ever watch the DMX reality show? So was it the couples therapy 
No, no, no. I know about that one, but this is way back. This is like 05, 06. Like, BET gave him a show. And uh, I I still can't find clips from it online. But I, one of my favorite episodes, and there weren't that many, yeah. was uh, Swiss is in the studio waiting on X to get there. And X is at 7-Eleven. And he's like, oh, snap, donuts just came out. And he's eating donuts at 7-Eleven. And did just randomly, like, he's like, yo, anybody want eggs? And he ends up cracking some eggs and putting it in, like, one of the, the nacho plastic containers. It starts, yo, real talk, I didn't know you could microwave eggs like that until DMX did it. <laughs> but, like, he gets one of the nacho containers and, you know, gets some salt and pepper it puts in the microwave and it comes out like, yo, yo, this is the best way to eat eggs. You know what I'm saying? It's eggs. And I'm like, you can microwave it. <laughs> I, I, I still, if I don't feel like in the pan, I don't microwave my eggs. Shout out, shout out to Dark Man X. <laughs> but, you know, well, we laugh at these things, but, you know, and them getting in trouble, but, you know, I don't, you know, um, a lot of it is apparently due to his lifelong battle with addiction. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Um, I, he said in multiple interviews, but he was saying that the reason he believes he ever got addicted was that um, when he was a child, you know, someone passed him a laced blunt and he didn't know it was laced until he's like, what is this? And, oh yeah, I put some coke in it, you know, crack, whatever, because he smoked it. And, you know, that's literally been one of his um, drugs of choice since then and that's that's something that's hard to shake man so I'm not being judgmental of X um, but man it's just sad it, I, you know it's sad because I don't know if you heard but he's been recording this album for the last year or so yeah and I mean on the album you know he said that he had bruh he had Alicia Keys he had the locks he had Griselda, you know, I'm crazy about the Griselda cast. So you're talking about Benny and you're talking about Gunn, you're talking about Conway. Dog, I'm going to say one name. Guess who else he had? He said he had on out. Bono from YouTube. Got Bono. And so, you know, and he had a great song with Locks that came out last year. I mean, he's jumped on some people's stuff in the last year. I know he did a song with MGK. That was cool. And so, like, I saw him on tour in 2018. He looked okay. good. And so, you know, he went into rehab in 2019, I believe, not too long after that concert. Actually, I think I saw him in 19 after he got out of rehab. And so, like, it seemed like his life was really going for the better, man. So to hit this, man, a lot, man, it's heartbreaking. Yeah. It is heartbreaking. You know, X was always a dude who could have definitely gone the uber thug route, but from the very beginning was very vulnerable in all of his raps, you know? Yeah. Um, you just think about songs like the Damien song, you know? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, Where yeah. he's battling with a demon, and you wonder if that was just kind of like synonymous with him just talking about his life and battling with demons oh, in yeah. real life. Definitely. You know? And just kind of like, just in the prayers, you know, just showing like, I have done bad, 
but I'm trying so hard to do good. And you saw the conflict going on through the albums in his life, you know? Slipping. Slipping is a good example, too. Oh, that is true. That was a single. Oh. It's very important that, that was a single. Like, that's crazy. Can you imagine that being a single today? That was a single. Yeah. And, you know, we could talk so much about mental health and all that type of stuff. We just didn't know that's what he was doing. Yeah. I mean, he was talking about abandonment. You know, like, his mother really did abandon him. And so, like, to talk about abandonment and, 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 and strife and, of course, poverty and drug addiction... It was like, man, X was giving us all these things. And, you know, it just, it, it just hurts that, you know, through all of that, that you know, it, it um, he still, you know, continued to suffer. And, and he was just, for a lot of people, they're just not going to understand. It's going to be, oh, man, he was rich. He had, you know, he get any girl he want, get any house he want. You know, that's just not enough. You know what I'm saying? If something's missing, something's missing. And, um. But I, this is, but I will admit this caught me totally off guard because I literally was talking to somebody the other day about like, yo, man, when that X album coming out, you know, I was at 2021, you know, I was like, oh, that X album is going to be crazy, you know, because X is also well liked by everybody, right? Too, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, uh, he, <laughs> I know you did this pod, I think it was last year, a fat man scoop, and X is just funny. I don't know if you've seen it, but it's so funny because Fat Man, you know, if you want to old school news arguing about MCs is always fun to me. So Fat Man's scoop is like X, X can't, X is like the kid on Super Caffeine. Like he can't stay, you know, so X is like, so who's your top five? Who's your top five? Who's your top five? And Scoop literally lands about 40 MCs. I'm not even joking. Like he just kept going. And X is like, yo, 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 I keep it about seven. And then he named, like, I think he said Rakim, KRS1, and somebody else. Probably Cool G Rapper Slick. And then he goes, I'll take another four later. It's <laughs> so, so, like, so look, so, so, so Fat Ass Scoop is listening to all these MCs, and he says Lloyd Banks. And X Coast, who? Who? And he's like, Lloyd Banks. And I love X for this. X is like, give me four bars. That is such that no one ever does that, which is amazing to me. Like, how many times have you seen these interviews? Somebody's like, they name a rapper. So, like, okay, you name me four bars. Not a whole song, not a whole verse. You give me four bars. And Scoop could do it. So X is like, give me two, give me two. <laughs> and he couldn't. So fast forward, like Lord Bansk is with it is. And like he's on Instagram, like yo X, how you go dis? X is like yo man, I was bugging. I thought I thought you was talking about somebody else. I know you can spit, you good. And he probably don't, but it's just the fact that X was like, oh yo, my bad. You know, be wild. Yeah, man, X is awesome. But I mean, <laughs> but yeah, man, like you know, we are. It's dark and hell is high. It's, it's a song, it's an album that I go back to. Um. Just a very just seedy, you know. It's you know album like like even the even the singles <laughs> like the singles for the album were "Get At Me Dog," 
the Rough Riders anthem and stop being greedy. Stop you know what he did the voice joint. Stop being greedy was one of the best storytelling things. <laughs> <laughs> I've been eating long enough. Now stop being greedy. It was dope. It, yeah. it, it, uh, the fourth single was on How's It Going Down, which was the, the lady song. But even that song is just, that was a heartbeat song. So it was still gutter. <laughs> He's pretty much telling this girl, like, yo, did you take this package to so and so? Like, yo, he's talking about, is he telling her to drop off some drugs in a love song? Yo, yo, even that song is so funny. It's so funny because in the end, he's like, yo, you can't do this because you're your baby mom. You, you need to go back to your baby's father. But he's like, yo, we can still be the best of friends. Ha ha. <laughs> X is wild, dude. X is... X is a wild dude. X is a wild dude. But yo, but I felt like he always was his best with guest appearances, though. Like, if Jay-Z's on the song with him, X ain't playing. If Jada Kiss is on the song with him, he ain't playing. What's you know what I'm saying? With him and Jay. I love Blackout. Oh. I love Blackout. Also because the locks are on there, and like I feel like everybody just, everybody comes in, like, you know what I'm saying, like, super, super ugly on it. Yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I love Blackout from um, Flesh of My Flesh, blah, blah, blah. That's, that's okay. Okay, okay. I, I, Money Cash Holes is fun too, but Blackout is my favorite one. Yeah, Blackout. Money Cash Holes. Wow. Money Cash Holes. <sighs> that beat was so weird to me when I first heard it. It was very weird. I didn't like it. I don't know if I liked it at first, but I, I, I grew to like it very quickly. But yeah. I think that's Swiss. I think that's Swiss. I think that is Swiss. Yeah. That that's sounds like some Swiss would do. So. Yeah. 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 D L X. My dog's white. Jiggle. Wow. Nigga. Oh, like, you know, it's just. He's like, yo, he don't play around, man. Never. Never. He played around. So I, I really, I really hope he comes out of this, man. Really do. Yeah, man. We definitely all have our fingers crossed on this one. Yeah. yeah. Um, Just because, you know, even. Even dude went through his battles. People loved him, man. They appreciated him. No, we, we maybe we don't have a, a uh, maybe we don't have as as as, as extreme as DMX in our lives, but we all know somebody who's going through something, and you just you keep you, you just keep rooting for them to get out of it, or get better, or get stronger, or, or you know whatever. And, and and you're rooting for them, and you know they 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 make so much progress, and then. Wake up one morning, they've taken a couple steps back, but you don't give up on them. You know what I'm saying? You don't give up on them. And I don't, I don't think DMX fans have his true fan that they've given up on him. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I, and I, th- and I, I think that's why he's able to, I'm going to make a new album and the locks to like where, where we need to be. Grizel's like, where? Freaking Bono. <laughs> <laughs> Bottles like, oh, you do the album? Let me let me holler. What can I do? I feel like DMX is one of those people that um and I think a lot of it is because like he really does love the art. He never has come off somebody, and, I'm, and maybe it's not the best thing that's you know, but he's never come off somebody who's always doing it for the money or for the shine. You felt like you know DMX is doing it because he really loves hip hop. He really yeah. loves. And that's what I got from the Fat Man Scoop interview. Like he really was wanted to talk about lyricism and stuff like that. I was like, oh, that's crazy. 
freaking X. Like at one point, he was the biggest rapper in the world. That dude sold two albums. That, that, that dude went platinum off two albums in the same year. Nobody's done that except Pac. And Pac and no offense, but Pac was not alive. You know what I'm saying? So X did that. The first to do that. That was crazy. It was crazy. That's crazy. Like, yeah, he, he was on top of the world. And I think I'll be real with you, man. I I I, I really and I still am, but still was very excited for what this album could do for him, his legacy. Like, you know. Now I'm always rooting for those guys that come back, you know, can come back and do something crazy. And, you know, hip hop, that can happen in hip hop, but we don't do it enough. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think we finally reached that level where older MCs can get shine, mm. you know, because a lot of times like we, we continually are told that hip hop is a, a young man's sport or a young lady sport, but I'll be honest, more of a young man's sport. And nobody want to hear no 40 year old rapping. Nobody want to hear no whatever. And then, you starting to look around like, yo, a lot of these MCs that are really doing stuff, they're they're not in their twenties, right? And you know, Scarface still puts out incredible work when he wants to. You know what I'm saying? I'm not I'm not worried. Big Boy and Andre, but definitely Big Boy puts out more albums. You know, of course, Andre, Big Boy put out something. It's good. Like Jay Z, is Jay Z? I mean. You know, four, four, four. Like, I mean, Jay Z puts out some. Man, Jay Z come out with a verse right now. Somebody guest appearance, and like he, people are going crazy. Oh, this new Jigga verse. Jigga is fifty. You know what I mean? So, I'm, I was excited to hear, it. and I still am. I just hope that he's able to, to directly see the fruits of it. Yeah, we do hope that DMX will pull through, man, and um, we wish him and his family the best. To be honest with you. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Definitely, no. definitely, man. Yeah. That's all I got, Frito, for this episode, man. I know we, we just wanted to, you know, do something real quick, talk about, you know, the legacy of DMX. Hopefully, this, of course, will not be the last conversation we have about the about, about DMX, who definitely is on the list of incredible MCs, incredible personalities, and incredible just all-around stars in hip-hop. So, yeah. Agreed. With that, please all uh, continue to like, subscribe, comment, we greatly appreciate it, and we thank you all for listening. And with that, we out. Peace.